On today's episode of Marathon to March, David Campbell and I take a look at the 65th best team in the country in the Selection Summer Countdown, the Louisville Cardinals. We take a look at their interesting roster that features many wings and not many guards, and much more. Thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of Marathon to March, and enjoy the show. Team number 65 of Selection Summer, the countdown of the best 68 college basketball teams going into next year. Today, the 65th best team in the country that we are discussing, the Louisville Cardinals, who there's a little theme this week, David. There's a lot of roster turnover with some of these teams, some new coaches coming in, and Louisville's one of those teams with Kenny Payne, the former Kentucky and now New York Knicks assistant, coming in to coach the Cardinals. Intriguing roster, to say the least. And they they do return more than, than Georgetown, who we discussed the other day. But those players could actually like be better under this new system. And they also like were completely like, they may have been more dysfunctional than, than Georgetown last year. Like I, I I'm ready yeah. to make that claim. Like I mean, here's the thing with both of those teams. I mean, we're looking at Louisville. A team that not that feels like a long time, but wasn't too long ago. I just spit all over my screen. Wasn't too long ago. They were a really successful program. I mean, they were. I mean, obviously you had Rick Patino who went to a couple of Final Fours and, uh, you know, even won a national championship with an asterisk next to it. But even then, I mean, they made the Elite Eight in 2015. They had some... A couple of tournament appearances in 2017 and 19. They were they were two seed in 2017. Yeah, they lost in 2019 to the Gophers in the first round. Yeah, and that was kind of the last time they were relevant. Liddy, did Richard Patino end the Louisville men's basketball program? I kind of want to start that narrative that you know. Yeah, it's been just a downhill spiral since really the Louisville was good in 2020. They had the tournament. They were on it. Tournament canceled. Um, Jordan yeah, and Wara, that, that whole team. They they were good. But the thing with them, it's like, like Chris Mack. After like what happened, like with like the whole like scan like scandal, like he like kind of knew that it was coming. Like they fired him mid year. They were a complete mess before he left and bef- after he was gone. Mm-hmm. Last year, David, we and we talked about this literally right before we started the show. They did not have a single player that played over seventy percent of minute of minutes in the game. Nope. They were. A glorified park district team yeah. when it came to minutes rotations last year. They were like playing everyone equally. It was insane. And Kenny Payne has has his work come out cut out for him. He's he's got some work to do, but he also has some interesting pieces. And I think where I want to start is the Tennessee transfer, Brandon Huntley Hatfield, who I know we're both big yeah. fans of. He's awesome. Huntley Hatfield. Super interesting player last year. He's got some size. He could shoot it a little bit. Torbic has him projected at 12.7 rebounds a game, which would be fantastic for him. That'd be awesome. And I, th- um, I totally see it. Yeah. Ne- never really got the full like offensive focus last year at Tennessee, but he will this year at Louisville. Mm-hmm. Now, with Brantley Huntley Hayfield, this is something that I always like to talk about when it comes to looking at different teams, looking at certain players, is how they match up 
with guys similar to them in their conference. And guess what? The ACC has two of the best, maybe three of the best bigs in the entire world with Armando Baycott. Obviously, Duke has some fabulous freshmen as well who are going to produce right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and they play, they played a really tough conference. And I mean, this guy is not necessarily a big, but another freshman that me and you both love for Virginia, Isaac Trout. Yeah. Who as well. I mean, similar. I mean, him and him and Holy Hayfield. Holy Hayfield's massive. He's a huge dude. We saw him live yep. uh, at the arena. My man's huge. And 6'10, really good yeah, frame. He could really dominate this conference. Um, in more ways than one on the glass, just in the paint in general. And I'm super excited to see him become a focal point of an offense that completely lacked last year. I mean, I picked them to finish seventh in the ACC last year, which mm-hmm. looking back is absolutely terrible for me. I picked them to finish ahead of Miami, dude. That's awful for I me. I think I picked them right around that spot, too. I like- will say, though, I had the X factor for Wake Forest is Alondis Williams. So... I'm not trying to give myself a pat on the back, but that's what I'm going to do right now. Anyway, but for Louisville, I'm looking at like last year's squad when they had Jalen Withers, Jalen Weathers, Noah Locke, Gerard West. You know, I'm like, you know, this team they got a couple pieces, and Noah Locke was okay. The transfer from Florida, Jalen Withers was terrible, and the team in general was just disappointing yeah. on so many levels. Big things were expected of Malik Williams for them, and he wasn't yeah. great, and. The, they only return a couple guys, and and a couple of those guys will end up starting for them. One of them being Al Ellis, who was kind of their uh, – he was kind of a combo guard for them last year. While just watching him on tape, it was really confusing how Louisville was trying to use him because it yeah. was apparent that he should be their primary initiator and ball handler. But yep. for some reason, most of the time, he wasn't. And granted, I did probably watch his – best game of the year, which was the game at home against Duke. He had eight, 18 in that game, shot seven of 16 from the field. One, like he, his numbers last year, efficiency wise, were not good, but yeah, like if you like, sometimes you have to look deeper into the story. And when you look at with Al Ellis played just about 50% of the minutes last year, offensive rating was 97, 24.3% of possessions used second highest on the team. So this was a maybe kid that was like, okay, I should be out there more than I am. And I think many Louisville players probably had that argument. And yeah. he got out there. He's like, okay, I don't know how long I'm going to be out here. So I got to make the most of it. So yeah, if, if Kenny Payne can get him more under control this year and taking better shots, making the smarter play, I think he can be a really productive player for Louisville this year. I mean, yeah. And, 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 I think you know. You mentioned Kenny Payne. We 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 can talk about him all day. I mean, he's someone who is supposed to bring bring in this amazing attitude, uh, just a nice change of pace from Coach Mack, and I think he's going to do that. I really do. I'm excited to see what Kenny does. I mean, obviously, we talked about it yesterday. A former alumni who had an NBA career coming back to coach's team, so. Mm-hmm. You know, and this schedule and this sorry, schedule, this roster in general is not terrible. I mean, there's a ton of. I mean, obviously not terrible, but we got about 65 is okay. Um, and I do think that L. Ellis is. The, I mean, just to finish your thought there, I think L. Ellis is the guy to look for uh, when it comes to the backcourt of this team, and he needs to have great chemistry with with Brand Brand Huntley Hayfield, or else 
It's been a long season for Louisville. It, it sounds almost cliche to say this, but like with Kenny Payne, like him, like he he's trying. He needs to try to get Louisville their swagger back. Like these Louisville teams that we saw with Rick Pitino. Like, listen, these teams are not going to be Rick Pitino teams. They might be somewhat similar, but they're not. Like Rick Pitino plays a very unique style. Yeah. Like with for Kenny Payne, like you bring him in. He was at Kentucky with Calipari, so he understands recruiting and to, how to be a good college basketball recruiter. And then he spent time with the Knicks. So, like, you see that often now with, like, a Jawan Howard, for instance, who comes to the college ranks and, like, he'll bring in, like, these NBA prototype players that have really good measurables and good wingspans. Like, that's something that Kenny Payne will understand. And mm-hmm. it may take time because Louisville is was in and is still currently in a terrible spot. Yeah. But I think one of the key things is that he'll bring in players that he knows right away won't be overmatched just because of their raw size and, and strength. And I think within maybe even a year, maybe depending on who he gets through the portal and freshman coming in the second year. It only takes a year, Lids. And like like is DJ Wagner seems like a real possibility for them right now. So Yep. Like this is one of the craziest recruiting battles I've ever seen with with, with him and in, in Kentucky. So when I say he could have this team flipped in a year and they could be like contending for the ACC, like I, I don't think I'm far off. No, um, and we'll reevaluate that in the year, you know. Yeah. But looking at more in depth this roster, Al Ellis in the backcourt, like dude, he's all they have. Yeah. No. <laughs> If he's if he's not handling the ball, nobody is. I mean, like you're looking at they just got they got a ton of size. I looked at a depth chart a while ago for Louisville. I got it pulled back up here, a projected one by from SI. And obviously, you have Holly Hayfield as a starter, Kamari Lance, who's a great freshman who's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And you know, but he's six eight. He's a three. He's a forward. Devin Reed, who's another four star, is a, is another one. He's he's going to be a three, a four. Jalen Withers is a forward. They had a four-star last year, Roosevelt uh, Wheeler. Again, Should that guy's a big. He's a big, which I'm. This is a. I'm not trying to perfectly translate into this guy, but another guard they're for sure going to have in their roster is Hersey Miller. Yeah, the, from formerly of Minnehaha Academy, um, same school as Jalen Suggs and Chet Holmgren, and nephew of Master P, the rapper. I mean, and brother of Mercy Miller, who I believe is a receiver at Michigan State right now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so just a talented individual right there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's someone who might have to play some serious minutes for them. Yeah, no, Xavier. It's just so interesting because, like, like I think more often than not, you like if you try to put a college basketball team in the NBA, like, and play a college style, it probably won't work. It does sometimes. This, like, the Celtics gave a little bit of a college basketball vibe. But yeah, I think what's better is when you bring in these NBA, like, these NBA coaches and they coach in college basketball. Like, that works more often than vice versa. And I think that's kind of what Louisville is trying to do. And, like, you said it themselves, their roster's so weird and just its complexion, like yeah. you have a six six three Ellis who's going to be your ball handler, and everyone else is like a six, six seven eight. six eight wing or taller. Yeah, and so. I also want to apologize. Master P is actually Hershey Miller's dad. 
not uncle. Ah, that's ah a, big difference there. All right. Um, real quick before we wrap this up, um, we'll go schedule and then best case, worst mm-hmm. case. Louisville's non-conference is a little unclear right now. We know we know they're playing at Kentucky because they play every year, and their Big Ten ACC challenge game is at home against Maryland, which I think is going to probably be an evenly matched game. Like between the two, both new head coaches should be an interesting one. The one that I think is is super interesting, and we'll talk we'll talk about this real quick. They host Western Kentucky this year. Western Kentucky will be okay. They'll be all right. Why? Why it's even more interesting that they're playing a conference USA team at home is because they lost by double digits to them last year. <laughs> yeah. So, just a really interesting. Part of their schedule, Western Kentucky at home. They play a tournament in Hawaii Thanksgiving week. Like the that week? Oh, no, no, that's in Hawaii. My bad. It's so weird. It's in um, it's called the Luau Lahania or Lahaina or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's a Hawaii tournament. I t- <laughs> David is t- t- just dancing on camera. Um, but yeah, the, the teams haven't been announced for that yet. But we know Louisville's playing there. Well. So. Louisville, we got some great competition in that one, hopefully. Um, I mean, look, man, and, and looking at the conference, we know the ACC is a gauntlet. You know, we know it is. Yeah. Um, no days off. Yeah, I mean, every single team is competitive in that, even teams who were bad the previous seasons. And this year, this year the ACC is going to be great. So, I mean, well, we think so. Yeah. So, so. With, that, with that being said, Best case and worst case scenario for Louisville this year. Best case scenario, Brandley, Brand, Brandley, Brandon. Huntley Hayfield is an all ACC second teamer. I don't think he's the first team, yep. but all ACC second teamer. And, you know, L. Ellis proves to be um, something that every ACC team looks for a solid guard, you know. And if he can do that, and a lot of their other wings can just be enough scoring wise, mm-hmm. the team could sneak in the tournament. I really do think so. Best case, best case scenario for them, Alice fixes his, his efficiency issues, which I think mm-hmm. he will. Um, Alice fixes his efficiency issues. Huntley Hatfield will be Huntley Hatfield. He he's yeah. a good player. He is the, the safest prediction player prediction on this roster by far. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, with like Withers doesn't suck. Trainer and Lambs both play better than expe- than expected. Withers doesn't suck. <laughs> and Louisville finishes around 500 in the ACC. Avoids playing on the fr- on like probably gets like the eight or seven seed, and they're a bubble team. That's like yeah, best best case scenario. That's what's probably gonna happen. You know, Wor- um. worst case scenario, and, and I will add best case scenario. DJ Wagner commits to them before the yeah, season starts. It's true. Um, worst case. Al Ellis doesn't fit, doesn't <laughs> fix anything. Yeah, he's freaking a Bama guard. J- Jalen Withers is a nobody sucks. out there. <laughs> Jalen Withers sucks. Kamari Lamb looks like a freshman. Gets, yeah, and Huntley Hayfield, it's you know, is good, but he's not perfect. Or great. And in that world, they're right back. Like they could, this team cannot be. Yeah. They, they cannot be the twelfth best team in the. They were the eleventh best team in the ACC last year, but like. Worst case scenario, they're in the same place they were last year, and they play on the first day of the ACC tournament and beat Georgia Tech. Yeah, they did last year. Yeah, I mean, all right. Um, thanks everyone for tuning in. This was Teams Number Sixty Five. Tomorrow, 
tomorrow. Tune in again. We're, we are going investigating to investigating a mystery. Yes, we are investigating a mystery of one of the most intriguing home court teams in the country. That's all I'll say for now. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. This has been Marathon March Selection Summer. Thanks everyone for tuning in once again. We'll see you next time. W.